0: Let's start today's episode with a bit of a harsh truth. If you've been learning copywriting for more than a few months, and if you intend to get a client, but you haven't gotten one yet, because you're trying to pick a niche, find a niche for your copywriting business, if those three things add up, then you're probably only using that as an excuse. And you need to get off your butt and go get a client. So go ahead and leave a comment if you agree, if you disagree, if you hate me now, if you love me now, and make sure to smash that like button and subscribe as well if you want more content on growing your copywriting career and your business. Today, we're gonna talk about why you don't need a niche to get started as a copywriter. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. I wanna start off by... Rewinding back to 2005, when I was getting started as a copywriter, and I'd found a couple books. I'd found The Well Fed Writer and The Copywriter's Handbook, and I'd started to subscribe. Like it was Gary Halbert was publishing all his stuff for free online, and Clayton Makepeace, and uh, let's say Gary Benzavenga. Like I was discovering all of these people, and I was discovering copywriting, and I knew about direct response. And I knew that, like, I wanted to become a freelance copywriter. I knew, like, I I had some things figured out, but I also had a lot of things not figured out. And this was in spring of 2005. Uh, So what I did, basically, I decided I'm going to start making a living from copywriting and So I applied to a bunch of marketing jobs that were not necessarily copywriting jobs, and they were not necessarily direct response jobs. Uh, In fact, specifically, I can remember three businesses that I applied to, only one of which was a direct marketer, and I never actually connected with them. (laughs) Uh, Surprisingly, Uh, one of them was selling acoustics products like acoustic treatments for, uh, for music studios, for listening rooms that people put in their houses and for places like churches and auditoriums that require a lot of sound control acoustics in this space. And I applied there. Uh, I applied for a business opportunity publisher that was a direct marketer. Like I didn't get an interview. I didn't ever hear back. I never connected with the owner, uh, anything like that. I just, it was, it was a job that I remember applying for because like the business stuck in my head. And I also, applied for a marketing job with an IT training publisher. And if you have followed me for any length of time, you probably know that that's actually the marketing job that I got. And I actually worked there from 2005 to 2010, the very beginning of 2010. They were not direct response. They they weren't using long copy sales letters, that sort of stuff. They were not a niche that I actually ended up wanting to work in once I was done there. I mean, publishing has been something that I've been involved with, information products, but uh, I have not worked in the IT industry since then or talking about IT training or anything like that. And they definitely weren't the investment publishers that have made up the, the bulk of my client income during the period of time after working at that IT training publisher. And yet, It was an incredible start as a marketer because I was in there, I was doing marketing, I was involved with marketing, I was writing copy, it was emails and landing pages and product descriptions and all sorts of other stuff. I was involved in an entrepreneurial company and I was doing work and I was getting paid. I was getting paid to work, I was getting paid to learn, I was getting paid to grow as a marketer, right? Uh, And it wasn't the niche that I would end up in, but it was a place that I could get started. And so what I wanna say is like, I have seen, I have heard from so many copywriters that are like, "I, I wanna get started, but I need to find a niche. I wanna get started, but I need to find the perfect clients for me. I wanna get started, but I know that I want to get into this niche and I don't feel like I'm ready to like break into this niche yet. So I'm gonna learn a little bit more. I'm sorry, you don't need a niche. You just need to do some work. You need a job, you need a client, you need an opportunity. You need to do something where you are writing copy or helping with marketing to get paid. And what I believe is happening with so many people that I hear from that have the same kind of uh, trepidation or objection to getting started or reason, excuse, right? I think that what's happening is they are using finding a niche, picking a niche, picking the right niche as an excuse for not taking action. And the most important thing that you can do is you can go out there and get a client that's gonna pay you some money to, to do some work and take action and do that again and again and again because you're gonna learn a lot of things. Along the way, I worked for marketing trainers, I worked for supplement companies, I worked for seminar companies, I worked for, uh, let's see, I, I I almost actually worked for a company that delivered Christmas trees by mail. I almost worked for that, I, I did like a consultation with them and then uh, it, it didn't turn into anything. I did all this work that I was getting paid for in most cases like past that consultation, right? All this work that I was getting paid for that was actually great experience. I I even launched a a business in the uh in the how to cut foam wings for model airplanes publishing training space. Now, it is the tiniest of tiny markets and even though we owned it, we never made that much money in that in that business, but it was a great place to practice my marketing skills. And the point here is that I took action, and I didn't wait for the perfect opportunity to come along to get started. And that's what you need to do. (laughs) Like, if you're watching this video on you don't need a niche to start copywriting, what you probably need to be doing is taking action to start copywriting. So I have some ideas for you. I have some ideas that will hopefully hopefully make this not just a video where I'm criticizing you for making excuses about not doing the work, but instead make this a video where you're actually learning something good. And so, for one, follow your interest. It may not be the niche where you're going to get rich, But if you have an interest in a topic, if you're excited about the topic, if it's something you want to write about, if you're interested in it, like if if it's something where you are a customer and you're like, I don't know, excited by it, right? If you're interested in it, it is a place where you could go and at least get some experience, at least get some paid client work, at least put in a few reps, at least do some things that could help you like, move a step forward in your copywriting career. And so, for example, for me, a place that I'm interested in, that if I was starting over today that I might check out, is things like music-making software and music uh, training. So, uh, for example, there is, in particular, uh, a really interesting training course that I don't feel like I can quite justify Investing in right now. That's about how one particular pr- producer, Max Martin, like how he composes music, and he he is second only to um, to, to the Beatles for number one hits of all time. And um, there's an interesting course going on that's about how he produces that music. Well, if I was starting over again, I might approach that company and say, "Hey, like that." this This stuff looks interesting to me. Uh, do you have any interest in working with an outside copywriter to help get some of your messaging out or do ads or whatever? Or um reason, the mu- Reason Studios, the music production software that I use when I dabble in making music. If I was trying to like promote myself to get started as a copywriter today, I might approach them. I might approach Waves uh, Waves Audio, the people that make a whole bunch of different tools for music producers. There's all sorts of different places that I could go to just based on things that I'm interested in that would be great opportunities to, put in some reps in terms of writing and work with interesting companies. And and uh, one thing I've learned about my ADHD is that ADHD is described as somebody who has an interest-based nervous system instead of an importance-based nervous system. What does that mean? It means like what you're interested in, what you're excited about, is much more likely to pull you to being productive than something that is deemed important. So somebody says succeeding in school is important but you want to go off and start some business in in, like in, in the afternoons after school and it, it involves putting off your schoolwork and procrastinating on schoolwork because you're so excited about that, that's what an ADHD person will do. But there is something to be learned from that, that if you can follow your interests and get excited about something, you can tend to focus and um, and achieve things that you may not be able to focus just because somebody says it's important. So somebody says, oh, pursuing copywriting in the health, wealth, or relationships niches is the most important. Well, if those things don't get you excited, why do it? Why like go down that rabbit hole? So follow your interest. That's a great place to start if you want to just put in some reps and get some experience as a copywriter. Again, the client work in all of these scenarios may not be ideal, but if it gets you work and it gets you paid and it pays some bills while you explore other opportunities, great. Next up, follow your experience. So what do you currently know? What work background do you have? What what background do you have in you know, whatever context? What do you have experience in? And importantly, from that background, from that context, who are you connected to? Like, who is in your audience? What businesses have you worked with before? Do you have any past employers? Do you have uh, past clients? Do you have a history in business that you could use as at least a stepping stone towards other work or towards the experience you need to to develop other work? So rather than um, you know, rather than trying to launch into some business where nobody knows you, what if you lean into background that you had, so, for example, I, I never did this, but I could have gone back to newspapers. Like, I used to sell the local newspaper. I used to sell it in stores. I used to sell it on the phone. I could go back to my local newspaper and work with them to do some kind of advertising deal, potentially, or some copywriting deal. Um, I could, I, I worked for the the gas and electric company. I was, I was actually... Answering customer service calls for the gas company when I was reading my first books on copywriting I could have potentially gone back to them and maybe written some copy for some of their offers like figured out Who I needed to speak with to to find that opportunity like or when I was launching from the IT training business into freelance, if I needed more opportunity, I could have gone back into that IT training industry and perhaps even worked with that same client and created some opportunities for myself, again, as stepping stones towards what I might have eventually wanted to do as a copywriter. And so follow your experience. It's another great way to get started before you actually find a niche. And then this is one that I definitely used when I was getting started as a full-time freelancer. Follow the opportunity. Where is there currently opportunity? Where are there paying clients? And and this is uh, is one of those things where I don't necessarily recommend Upwork or other freelance job sites as as a place to like stake your entire career on. Like I don't recommend them as a primary client acquisition strategy, but they can be a great place to go get some work and go get paid for doing work, for doing copywriting work, when you're just getting started. So go to where the paying clients are. I went to AWAI Bootcamp and Job Fair. There were paying clients there, and so I went there. I uh, I logged on to various job boards, etc., and I looked for places that were hiring copywriters. And eventually, I connected the dots between a job that I found in one of those places that got me in the door at a financial publisher that I was able to then leverage into an 18-month retainer arrangement that I was able to then leverage into going full-time freelance um, in the financial niche where I was working with financial publishers from project to project. And so where can you get where can you get a gig or a job or a project, right? Just go where there is opportunity and sometimes that won't be in the niche that you want to end up in or that you think you might wanna end up in. Also, you might wanna look at who pays well. And so some types of marketers might pay well, some types of jobs might pay well, some, types, some industries might pay well. And early on when you're just trying to pay the bills, that's something that's worth paying attention to um, you know, at some point I hope you pivot towards things that you that you really love to do as well. Um, and I don't ever recommend that you do something that's outside of your morals or ethics or what makes you feel comfortable, what helps you sleep well at night. But maybe you might find something that pays well that's a little bit it's like it's like digging ditches. If you have to dig ditches to pay the bills, dig ditches, even if you don't like it. Maybe you love digging ditches, but probably not if you're paying attention to this uh, video on copywriters or this episode on copywriters. So early on, really any paid work is what you need. You need any paid work. And yes, you can do a lot of things to be more intentional about this, to develop like, oh, this is the type of marketing that I wanna do, this is the type of copywriting that, that I wanna do, these are the type of clients that I wanna work with. But if you're using all of that as an excuse to not get started, remember that early on you need any paid work. Cheap clients are okay. Um, Clients that aren't willing to pay a lot in the beginning, they can be really good for beginners and they know or they're figuring out pretty quick that they get what they pay for. Clients who are cheap know that they're not getting A-list talent, Um, but that can actually be perfect for someone who needs to get some experience. And so you get paid to create something and you may not be the best, but still you should do your best, you should deliver the best quality that you can, acknowledging that what they're paying is like the fee that they can afford and they recognize that it's, uh, you know, they're not hiring an A-lister for that. And so for you and for them, it's about like, it's about succeeding in that project to the best of your abilities. And for you in particular, it's about getting real paying client experience. Getting real clients who pay you real money to do real work. And it's not like researching and deciding and pondering and meditating and all of that over what you need to do. It's about doing something. And that's the key. Like it's, It's about any experience that you get paid for, where you can put in the wraps, where you can learn as you go, where you can build your foundation of skills and abilities and competence and capabilities and then what's gonna happen as you go, and what happened to me is I went from 2005 to really like late 2010. I hadn't landed on financial copywriting yet. That was five years. Five, I'm I'm known now as having a, a history with financial publishers. Of course, I've branched out and gone more general with the content and breakthrough marketing secrets, but I I, I made a living in the financial publishing space for 10 years, but it took me five years before I was doing any work in that niche. And um, and and so in the end, by doing the work, by putting in the reps, by getting experience, you're going to discover what you like and what real opportunities exist for you. And the only way that that happens where it's actually connected to reality and not like imagining potentials is by actually doing the work and getting the experience. And then later, as you develop, hopefully, what's going to happen is you're going to find your ikigai. the the concept It's a k, excuse me, i k i g a i. It's a, it's a. I believe it's a Japanese concept that describes like basically your perfect your perfect work, Uh, your your ikigai. And it's a combination of that which you love, that which the world needs, that which you can be paid for, and that which you're good at. And it's discovered through experience. That's discovered through going out there and doing some things because you have to find out what you love. You can make a lot of assumptions about what you're gonna love and you can hate it when you get there. You have to figure out what the world needs. You have to, and the way that you figure out what they need is you put it in front of them and they say, I need that. But that's that's experience. That's doing the work. You have to figure out what you can be paid for. There are, you know, a lot of things that people say you can get paid well for which which maybe some people do get paid well for, but there are also other things that other people may, may not be able to get paid as well for, but because it is like your sweet spot, you're gonna have huge success there. And so just because, for example, the financial industry where all the money is changes hands is a place where a lot of money can be made as a copywriter, that doesn't mean that you can be paid well there. It means that some people can, but it doesn't mean that you can't, so you have to look at what you can be paid for and what you're good at. And so when you find what you're good at that you can be paid for, that the world needs and that you love, then you found your sweet spot, your guy, and, and you discover that through experience. And then as you start to get experience, as you start to put in a few reps, as you start to decide, okay, it's time for me to get serious about launching my client business, I do have additional resources that you might want to check out and have at your disposal. Uh, For one, there's the free launch your client business mini course, which you can check out the link in the description. It's, it is about this. It is, it is like a step beyond having any experience. It's, 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 it requires you to have some understanding of the type of value that you can deliver. And usually you get that through kind of poking around in the dark and getting that first experience. But like once you figure out, okay, I can deliver some value, then you start to think, okay, who can I do this for? And what offer can I make? And how can I get that in front of those people? And how can I turn them into clients? And that's what the Launch Your Client Business uh, mini course teaches you, and it's free. You can check out the link in the description to get that. And that actually bridges you over to an even bigger training called the Client Getting Blueprint, which goes much deeper into all of that and takes you through like step-by-step how to do every single thing And if you're specifically just looking to build a really strong core offer as a copywriter, the Copywriter's Roadmap to building a core offer, well, that's what it's about. And like I said, the Launch Your Client Business mini course is free, and the link is in the description. The Client Getting Blueprint and the Copywriter's Roadmap to building a core offer, both of those are part of the BTMS Insider's training library, which it's like Netflix for, copywriting and marketing training. So you pay one low fee and you get access to all the training there, including those, uh, I'll include links to everything in the description here. I'm Roy Furr. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember to leave a comment below if you agree with me, if you disagree with me that a lot of people use that trying to find a niche as an excuse (laughs) uh, to not have to get started and not face either success or failure and hit that like button and subscribe before you go so you get more content like this delivered to you uh one last time i'm gonna refer this breakthrough marketing secrets i always aim to deliver as much value as possible in these episodes and i hope that i've done that here and i will see you soon uh, i'll see you again next time